Have you ever just woke up? First thing in the morning, you went to bed stressed the night before, and you wake up the next morning, first thing off the bat, bad news. And then you ever start thinking about your day and how things are for you right at that very moment before your feet even hit the ground. And you realize just how rough things are. And then you get a panoramic view of your life, which none of it looks good. Overall, and then you start to worry about your life. You start to wonder what your purpose is for being here. You start to wonder, why can't I get a break? Why can't anything just ever fucking go right? I mean, it's not like you ask ask for it to go right 24-7, but every fucking piece of news and information that you're getting is bad news. Stuff that's going to set you back. Definitely not no shit that's going to help you. When that kind of shit happens, it gets pretty scary because you start to wonder, what's going to happen with my life? Why is it nothing but bad fucking news? Even the good news goes bad. I got hired for a job last week, last week, that I don't start until next week. I just found out 10 minutes ago that next week, when I thought I was starting this job, it's not actually a start day for the job. It's to go in and sign paperwork. And then they said next week, the week after that. So two weeks from now will probably be my start date. That's three weeks. That's the week of Thanksgiving. Still haven't gotten my stimulus check. And now the opportunity to make what little bit of money I could make has just been pushed back two more papers. I can't go and do Uber Eats or fucking um, Instacart because I have no fucking money. I have no gas in my car. Like, it's nothing but bad fucking news and nothing for hard fucking times. And I know hard times follow everybody. But when they're consistent in your life like this. In spite of your fucking efforts. It makes you fucking wonder. God what the fuck are you doing? 
Do you really hate me this fucking much? It starts to make every fucking thing. You take everything personal. Somebody hacked into my fucking Facebook account. I probably lose all my fucking pictures. I'm taking that personal because hell, it's all I fucking have, really. It's all I fucking have. Somebody hacked into my Facebook account and now I can't even get into my own account. Like, I can't even use my car right now because it's fucking out of gas. I have no fucking money coming in at all. Still haven't got my stimulus check, which means my worry for my bills is coming right back around. I just got another notification about my bill, my cell phone bill, financial services. I got a disconnection notice from my fucking uh, cable company, and I just fucking struggled up, busted up enough money to pay the past due balance on that. But now I got this other part coming up. Like everything is falling fucking behind, and I'm just trying to get ahead. I'm just trying to keep my head above water. So my question is, God, why do you do this shit? To certain people, and there's certain people who got money coming in left and fucking right, and probably don't, don't probably don't even have to lift a motherfucking finger. My hair's falling out. I got dreads, but you know, it's like he won't even allow my hair to fucking grow. You know that that's fucking scary. To watch every aspect of your fucking life just deteriorate in spite of what you try to do to fucking fix it. You don't take you don't you don't see how I could take that shit personal. Every aspect of my fucking life. And on top of it, I have nobody to talk to. I have no fucking interaction with human beings outside of my kids. Every day when I open up my fucking eyes, yet I'm thankful to be alive, but I did, it's just like, I'm like, fuck another day. <laughs> People who don't have this problem would look at it and say, well, it's another day for opportunity. It's another day for me to be fucking discouraged and depressed because opportunity doesn't seem to fucking knock on my fucking door. Opportunity doesn't seem to give me the chance to even go out and fucking make one. And people who don't have this problem only see what I'm saying is me just being negative. It's not being negative. It's called reality. It's called reality when you fucking feel like you're in the same fucking hole. You know, I wonder, I remember they said, I think Tyler Perry said something about he was homeless, living in his car. Tiffany had his too. 
They said something about them living in their fucking car, being homeless at one point in time. And then they hustled to make their lives into what it is today. But when I heard that, I started to wonder, what actually did it take for you to make your life what it is today? It certainly couldn't have took money because if you're homeless living in your fucking car, how do you just come up with the fucking money to do that? But what I think it was, I believe, is that considering their profession, like Tiffany Haddish, she was a, um, she's a comedian. So I don't think that you have to pay for an audition. So their lucky breaks. I don't believe, and I could be wrong, but I don't believe actually required physical dollars to be put down onto anything for something to happen. It was like you had an opportunity that maybe Tiffany Haddish had a fucking audition that somebody told her about. She went to it and it happened to work out. Tyler Perry had a a movie idea. It don't cost no fucking money to write a fucking movie. It don't cost no money to write a motherfucking story. It don't cost no money to tell a motherfucking joke. So it's not like they had ideas that took money. And by the time it took money, they were already in the fucking door. And had the money to, 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 to continue to make their business blossom. But to initially get from the car to the fucking opportunity, I don't think that that took any money. So those type of things, when people make those type of, you got to be careful when people are making uh, comparisons to your life and other people's lives. You know, they say, well, I was homeless and I made it, but I just didn't give up and blah, blah, blah. You also didn't have to necessarily depend on a financial opportunity. I mean, uh, yeah, to, to finance your opportunity, let's put it like that. You didn't have to finance your opportunity. You had an opportunity that was able to be financed. But for most of us who don't tell jokes or who don't have a movie idea, your fucking opportunity is going to take some financing. So getting from the car to the opportunity is a little bit of a harder fucking road. And it's scary because when every part of your fucking life, like I said, when you look at your life from a panoramic fucking view and you see the negativity and you see the the disposition and you see the, 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 the problems, like every fucking thing is falling the fuck apart. Even things, like I said, I got hired at a job and I'm juiced to get work starts next, work starts next week. No, it don't start next week. It'll take about 20 minutes to do the fucking paperwork. And then they'll call us back next week to start. Always a setback. And people make it seem like setbacks are just, they are just a part of life. But they seem like, but they don't affect everybody the same way. They really fucking don't. Everybody has setbacks. But some people's setbacks are far more detrimental than others. But everybody likes to make it seem like, oh, a setback is a setback. It's not. It's not. And then when you sit back like I'm doing right now, 
And I'm sitting here, laying here, looking at the fucking ceiling. Afraid to get out of bed because I just cannot take any more fucking bad news. I can't take any more. I can't afford any more setbacks. And I'm sure some of the naysayers or the, the people with the gavels and the robes on, the judges, the judgment people, will say, well, you got to get up and just make something up. You can only do what the fuck you can do. And when you've exhausted all your fucking efforts to make things better and shit just continues to fuck up, then it starts to get to a point where it's like, well, you're telling somebody with no legs to walk because right now I have no fucking legs. I physically have legs, but I'm talking about legs as far as being able to do something. I can't borrow no fucking money. My car is on E. What am I supposed to do? Get out there. I don't have a bike. Am I supposed to just go out there and walk and deliver people's groceries or do Uber Eats on foot? Sometimes God, I feel like God really traps you into a situation. And I can't understand why. It makes me so fucking mad. And then and only then, if your life is in this type of situation, do you fucking understand what the fuck I'm saying and how discouraging it fucking is? Before my feet even hit the fucking ground, I'm afraid of my fucking day because it's so fucking discouraging. It's so fucking discouraging when you try your fucking hardest. You give it your fucking best. And it seems like you keep running into roadblocks and fucking dead ends and motherfucking shut doors. And time keeps moving on. It is discouraging. And it angers me. Because I'm like, God, you have me alive just to fucking torture me. That's how I fucking feel. You got me alive to torture me, and I can't even talk to nobody about it because you know what? It's always going to look like, well, you're just not doing it, and you're just not fucking doing that. When nobody but me fucking knows how much effort I'm exhausted into trying to get my fucking life back on fucking track. But for whatever reason, God seems to keep derailing it. And I know the Christians and the naysayers and the judges, they're all, well, you can't just blame God. Yes, the fuck I can. I definitely, most certainly fucking can blame God. Because why? Because I've done every fucking thing within my power. And guess what? What's with the, what, <clears throat> what's outside of my fucking power? What the fuck can I do? What the fuck can be done outside of my own fucking power? That's why I'm so angry at God. Because I'm like, I'm trying my fucking best. I can only do so fucking much. But you got people out here who act like, oh, yeah, you're just not doing enough. You're just, and you don't know shit. You don't know shit about what I'm talking about. Because my problem is not yours. And whatever it took you to get out of your fucking problem... It's not the fucking same for me, but everybody likes to make it seem like, oh, well, you know, if I did it, you could do it too. Your situation is not like everybody else's. My situation is not like everybody else's. Therefore, you have no fucking right to judge. When there's no other fucking way for you to go 
And you've done every fucking thing. Every motherfucking thing that you could possibly do to keep your ship fucking sailing. And that bitch continues to 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 spring leaks. You start to look at God like, what the fuck are you doing? Every time I patch a hole, you create a fucking hole. Then you got motherfuckers sailing by your ass on yachts. Like, well, you must be creating holes yourself because God is not. No, I'm not. I'm trying to patch it. I'm trying to keep my fucking ship sailing. But it's funny when you're God because you can you can do these type of things to people and, and, and yet still everybody will still look at the person like they're the fucking reason why the shit's fucking up. But that's not fucking right and that's not accurate at fucking all. You know, then you start stressing out like I'm doing and your hair start fucking falling out. And it's all, oh, well, you're going to cause yourself? I'm going to cause myself. So am I not supposed to give a fuck about my life and how fucking things go in my fucking life? Am I supposed to just be like, yeah, well, you know, shit's all fucked up, but I'm doing the best I can, but I'm still not getting nowhere, and it's ever just, everything. but it's cool, I'm, I'm all right. That part makes no sense to me. How the fuck can you sit there and, and let your life, or watch your life be forced? Should I say, I'm not saying, when I say let your life fall apart, that gives off the indication that you're just sitting on your ass playing video games and not doing a motherfucking thing about it, when that's not the fucking case at all. So how the fuck can you be forced to watch your life fall the fuck apart? And be okay with it. Where's your fucking head at? Stressing about it ain't gonna do you no fucking good. And just sitting quiet about it ain't doing me no fucking good. Because it's fucking me up on the inside. People always love to make it see. They always love to put their spin on it. You know, well, 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 this is why it's happening. And this is why. You don't know a motherfucking thing. You don't know how fucking hard my ass to try. You don't know how. It's frustrating when you keep running into fucking robots when there's nothing but robots there in front of you. It scares me about my fucking life because I'm like, I feel like a vegetable. I really feel like God has just got me here just to fucking suffer. Like, he leaves me like I'm a functioning vegetable. He has me here, and I'm alive and moving around, but my life is just in a stuck-ass fucking place. And everything that kids, and it's like, he teases me. Like, here, here's an opportunity. Here's something, here's something up, psych. I told you. In my last podcast, when God plays psych on your ass, it is a fucked up ass fucking feeling. <clears throat> it is a fucked up ass feeling when God plays psych on your ass. Oh, here's something. Here's something. Keep going. Keep going. You go get it. You go get it. Psych. You're like, what the fuck, bruh? This ain't cool. Then everybody the sidebar is like, well, you must be doing something. You, 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 you. When they don't know what the fuck you're doing. They don't know the motherfucking effort. How and there's nothing worse than 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 discouraging effort. And discouraging effort is nothing more than putting forth the correct amount, the right effort, the effort to change your fucking life and being met by dead ends and closed doors and fucking financial fucking deadlines that you're Worried like a motherfucker about making. Just trying to keep your boat afloat.
just trying to keep your boat f- floating. Being afraid to get out of the fucking bed. Because you know damn well your options for, for, for creating opportunity, your options for making things better other than sending out resume after resume after resume after phone call after phone call after phone call are very fucking limited. There's only so much you can do with no money. There's only so far you can go with no car. People like to make it seem like when they fucking, you know, when they find themselves in situations like that, like they just go bippity boppity boo and motherfucking, you know, they just make a few phone calls and they make shit happen. You know what? You, if you're in that position to do that, congratulations to you, honestly. Congratulations. But you can't compare your life to somebody else's life. Because just like opportunities may just pop up for you, dead ends and, 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 and non-opportunities do the same thing for some people. And that does not mean that that's what they want to fucking do. People have, have people got that shit bad. Always making it seem like, well, if you're in the fucked up place, this must be your fault. And that's why I look at God like, nah, he's not as good to everybody like I make it seem like he is. But people say God is good all the time. And all the time God is good. That depends on who the fuck you asking. Because you got somebody like me. And people in my shoes, and I know there are people in my shoes all over this fucking planet. Do you think that's where we want to be? think that's where we choose to be? We're not talking about people who are just lazy and sitting on their ass and don't want to do nothing. Absolutely not. We're talking about people who are busting their ass. The direct opposite of lazy. But you can only go so far as your means. People love to act like, well, no, I just make that shit happen. Yeah, if that's the case, motherfucker, you'd be a lot more richer than your motherfucking ass is. So stop with the bullshit, but they say that shit to bring you down. And that's the fucked up part. If you have opportunities that come to open up for you and you're able to take them, take them. Take them and take off with it. But just remember when you look back and it's somebody else's and somebody else's and it's where you used to be, remember everybody's not afforded the same fucking availability. Everybody's not afforded the same thing. There's nothing worse than feeling like you're afraid to face your fucking day because so much fucking shit goes wrong. It's a fucked up ass feeling. And it's not about what was fucking me. People love saying that shit. Oh, you just feel sorry for yourself. No, motherfucker. I'm just telling you what the fuck it is. Simple as that. I ain't got time. I don't give a fuck about feeling sorry for me. Because sorrow and feeling sorry for yourself ain't never got you nowhere either. But you do have to call a spade a spade. That you do have to do. If I'm black, whether I like it or whether you like it, the thing is, I'm black. If you're white, whether you like it or anybody else like it, it is what the fuck it is. I used to work with this lady um, a little while ago. You could look at her and clearly see that she was of Asian Asian descent. I mean, with no question whatsoever. I don't know if she was Vietnamese or if she was, you know, um, Mandarin or one of the two. Chinese, 
I know she wasn't Japanese, but she was one of the two, one of the three. But if you ask her what color she was, she tell you, I'm white. And every time she said it, every time she said it, everybody would stop and look at her like, is she blind? Like, what is she? Because that's what she fucking believes. And she couldn't, you couldn't get nobody to tell her ass fucking different. She said, I'm white. I'm not, I'm not Asian. I'm white. Because I guess that's what she identified with. I honestly don't even think she's mixed with white. However, this is what the fuck she said. So it's all about how you, you know, perceive yourself. But, you know, it is what the fuck it is. But we all know what our own stories are. And regardless of what it looks like to somebody else. Nobody can tell you better than yourself about you. People try to make it seem like, you know, oh, if you're not doing this, you must not be doing this. And you're just too negative and you're just, no, motherfucker. How can you just be real? The only time you're able to keep it real is when it's things that are to your advantage. Things that work out for you. But when it comes to shit, being real about shit that's that's that, that's that's really fucking real, dark side of being fucking real. Oh, being real don't have a dark side. You better think again. Some of the realest shit is the dark shit. Some of the realest shit is the fucking dark shit. Just in case you didn't fucking know. Oh, it's easy to keep it real when it comes to positive shit. You know. And I'm not saying that that's not part of reality, reality too, because it is. But we're talking about we're talking about the motherfucking real shit, the shit that the that, that, that people go through when they down in the motherfucking trenches, the shit that real people go through, not people who made it and people who didn't. We talk about the everyday. That's why my fucking podcast, the point of views from a regular person's everyday point of view, and I mean that. That's exactly why my podcasts are titled the way that they're fucking titled. Everyday perspective from a regular person's POV. Because guess what? We matter too. People love to make it seem like, well, if you're not doing, if you're not one of the elite people, if you haven't made it and you're not doing well in life, then your opinion and your stature doesn't matter. But yes, it fucking does. Yes, the fuck it does. Yes, it does. I don't give a fuck if your life is in the goddamn dirt. Your life matters. Your opinion matters. What happens to you matters. It's just the way it is. But people like to make it seem like, well, if you're not, you know, being if you're not successful, if you're not on the high on the horse, or if you're not at least doing somewhat good, or if you're if you're not if, not, if you're not doing if you're not doing um anything at all, then. Where you stand, where you stand, it don't matter. But yes, it does. Yes, it does matter. Why? Because it's what, it's a part of life. It's what we go through. It's what we're dealing with. People always try to, you know, people love to flaunt it when it's good. People try to hide it when it's bad. But I think it should be just as fucking equal because why? You show the the good part of life and you show the bad part of life. Or you show the easy part of life or you show the struggles of fucking life. Nobody, Everybody likes to keep their struggles on the low. But they love to flaunt it when it's good. What about what took you to get there? They talk very little about that. <clears throat> 
They talk about it on the way to success. But what about people who aren't so fucking lucky? People love to talk about their fucking hardships when they say, well, this is, this is where I was. This is where I am. What about people who are, it's like trying to start a fucking car. You start and start and start that engine, start that engine, start that engine, and that bitch won't kick over. Nobody likes to talk about that fucking part of life. They talk about when you try to start it, start it, start it, and you know how it starts, sounds when you try to start your car, and you try to get the engine to kick over, and that bitch finally kick over and start. They love to tell those fucking success stories. But there's a lot of us out here behind the fucking wheel, and we turning the shit out that motherfucking key, trying to get that bitch to start. Turning the shit out that fucking key, trying to get that motherfucker to start, and that bitch won't kick over for shit. Does that mean we wasn't trying to get that bitch to start? No, it don't. It don't. But people who 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 have sat in their fucking cars just as long, and they try to turn that fucking key over, and they turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it, and that bitch finally came over. They don't understand how it feels to be in that same shoes, and that motherfucking engine just won't kick fucking over. Then all of a sudden, it's the way you, the way you was turning it, and you weren't turning long enough, and then they get so fucking judgmental, and you ain't got the fucking right to do that shit. You ain't got the right to be judgmental because your engine eventually kicked the fuck over and mine is still struggling. Then you kick your engine over. It starts up. And now you can take it to a motherfucking mechanic to get that bitch checked out. But what about when you can't do that shit? Some people's lives are spent trying to get the fucking engine to turn. Does that mean they don't want to fucking kick it over? Does that mean they don't want it to start? Does that mean they're not trying to get it to start? Maybe they got to work a little harder than you to get their engine to kick over. And what about when you do that shit and you put that effort in and it still don't fucking work? You know how discouraging that is? No, you probably don't because your engine kicked over. So all I'm saying is if your engine finally, if you struggle to turn your, for your engine to turn over and that bitch finally starts, consider yourself lucky. Congratulations. Let go sit the fuck down. <clears throat> because you have no right, and I mean absolutely no fucking right, to judge anybody, anybody, who's still trying to get their shit to start. You have no right to say that they're not trying hard enough. You have no right to say that they're not doing enough of, because you don't fucking know. Just because yours worked out a certain way has nothing to do, and I mean nothing to do, With what's going on in the next parking stall. I use that metaphorically because I like using metaphors. Sometimes it seems like you got... I try to use colorful metaphors to get people to understand what my point is. Because sometimes people conveniently don't get it. And I say conveniently because sometimes I know some of the things that I say people get. But there are some people that are so motherfucking stubborn and so stuck in their fucking ways. And if this worked for me, it's like a one-size-fits-all for them. If it worked for me, it'll work for you too. One size fits all. It's not a one size fits all. Somebody's journey may be a lot different from yours. You have no right to judge how fucking hard they're trying. <clears throat> Some things knock your ass back. Like the phone call I got this morning. Telling me that I probably won't be working for another two fucking weeks when I'm already stressed the fuck out because I'm I need money today. 
It's funny how you get fucking notifications that you won't get no fucking, you know, you won't start work for another two weeks, but your bills is due today. And you're supposed to be okay with that. You know, you're supposed to just take that in stride. You're supposed to just take it in stride. Like, yeah, well, I got bills to do today. And, you know, I just got a notification that the job that I got last week don't start for another two weeks. Which means I won't get paid for another two weeks. So that's a month out. Hey, I ain't tripping. No big deal. If my shit get cut off, then, you know, hey, you know, because stressing about it ain't going to do me no good, right? So I'm going to just be cool with then, you know, you know, it don't work like that, man. It don't work like that at fucking all. Nigga get motherfucking, I, leave, I get at least about six calls a day, six to seven calls a day from recruitment agencies. I think I'll probably register with every fucking recruitment agency across the motherfucking state. Really, I get six to second fucking six to seven calls a day <clears throat> about a call about oh I have a job opportunity for you. So many fucking numbers, I can barely keep up with them. I submit my resume again to them, even though they have it. I submit my resume to them, even though I know they have it already. But I resubmit my resume to them, fill out all the paperwork. You know, tell them I'm interested in the job. I'm going to submit your profile. And that's it. That's it. I call back, follow up. Oh, we still haven't heard back from the client yet. We'll give you a call when we hear back from the client. Okay. Yeah. Needless to say, that call never comes. You can only do as much as you could do, right? Or am I supposed to hop a plane and fly to fucking these places and or hop a train and, and and ride to these places uh, and, and walk into the office? No, it don't work like that. It don't. And if it worked like that for you, congratulations. But do not compare your situation to mine. And as I wait with hopes that something comes through that I can start today or tomorrow, I met with with all my obligations, my obligations, the things that I need. And it's funny because I'm like, where the fuck is the stimulus check at? Everybody that I've heard, and I'm not talking about people that I know, I'm just talking about people that I've heard, you know, people's um, conversations, you know, being out, you know, stores, supermarket, on the street. You know, people, you know, people have gotten their stimulus checks and I, I swear to goodness. And I'd be like, God, are you doing this shit on purpose? Like, you are the, are the conversation is always the same. It's like, I didn't even realize I got my shit. Yeah, I got my stimulus check. I didn't even realize I got it. I hit, looked at my account. I didn't even notice it was there. I'm like, must be fucking nice. Because here I am fucking dying for mine. And, and, and I still ain't got shit. And then somebody said, you too anxious for it. You got to not think about it. You tell that shit to a motherfucker who ain't got the worries that I got. And that's what I'm saying. People speak that shit so fucking easily. Sorry, I was interrupted, but. 
because I don't remember where I left off at, but I know where the fuck I'm at. <laughs> I know where the fuck I'm at, and I know what the fuck I'm trying to do to change my situation, but <clears throat> I just keep getting met by roadblocks. And people say, well, life is about roadblocks, about little roadblocks. Like, not when your entire fucking life is a fucking roadblock. That comment is easy to fucking to, to digest when your life has roadblocks in it. Not when your life is roadblock. When your life is roadblock, it's a whole different fucking ball game. You try your best to keep your fucking head up. But it's like trying to keep your head up while somebody's standing on your fucking back. You can only lift your head so fucking far before you be like, God damn. God damn. And then you look at God like, bruh. Can I get a break? Can I get a fucking break? Sorry, I interrupted again, but I know my... I'm just like, God, like, what the fuck are you doing? What in the fuck are you doing? And why? Why? Like, it's hard to face your day when you know your day is probably not going to be as productive as you want it to be. It really fucking is. It's really hard to face your day when you know it is nothing but discouraging shit out in front of you. This is not a fucking fairy tale. This is not a goddamn movie. It's not like everything looks like it's about to fall apart. And, oh, at the very end, it's just it's something, everything just works out. It is not like that at fucking all. People are stressed the fuck out. And then people are like, well, you can't stress about it. Yes, the fuck I can. Stressing ain't doing you no good. Maybe not, but neither is God. Neither is this situation. So take your pick your poison. If you want to build some real shit, pick your fucking poison. Stressing ain't doing you no good, neither is God. But to see people ain't trying to hear that. Spiritual people ain't trying to hear that shit. At all. To see people, spiritual people, are not trying to hear that shit at all. Because no, you can't blame God. Yeah, the fuck you can. You sure the fuck can. Because when you're giving it your best, you're all... You can only go as far as your own fucking means. What else can you fucking depend on? What else can you fucking blame for the fucking shit not going right? Now, when you do the best that you fucking can, it's annoying. It's annoying as fuck. It's 1014 in the fucking morning right now. And I'm just like, really not looking forward to the rest of my fucking day. Because every fucking day is the same shit. You got people who be like, well, you just got to make it happen. You got to make something. You tell me how to make something out of absolutely fucking nothing. So, yeah, I'm stressing. 
I'm stressing. I'm stressed the fuck out. Because I want my life to be better. I want it to change. But what the fuck? All I could do is keep my head up. I hope for the best. And expect the fucking worst. And people say, oh, you see, you can't think like that. Listen. If you go keep it real, keep it real all the way around. You got to keep it real about the good shit and the bad shit. But nobody ever likes to acknowledge the bad shit. Nobody. Everybody always goes, oh, if you acknowledge the bad stuff, then no. The, reason, the real thing is in life is to keep it fucking real. That means facing the negative shit, facing the fucking truthful shit, <clears throat> and facing the good shit, and enjoying the good shit. You just can't enjoy the bad shit. You have to fucking enjoy the good shit, but... You have to acknowledge the fucking bad shit. Because why? It's actually fucking happening. Now, if it wasn't happening, then of course, by all means, ignore that shit. But you can't ignore what is. You can't. That's just not fucking, it's not healthy. Everybody loves to enjoy the good shit. Everybody. That's easy to accept. But the shit that you fucking don't want to accept or don't want to face, don't want to deal with, that too, just in case you didn't know people... That's real shit, too. That's real shit, too, baby. You can't just act like, oh, yeah, well, it's just, you know, only thing that we acknowledge is the good shit. No, you got to acknowledge the fucked up shit, too, because if it's a part of your fucking reality, baby, then that's just what the fuck it is. It's a part of your reality. And I know it's not a part of our reality that we like to fucking, you know, admit to or give any credence to, but you know what? It is what it fucking is. This podcast is a little longer than my norms because I had a little more to say in this one than my norms. But if you got to the end and you're listening to this and you're going through the shit that I'm going through or you're going through something similar, keep your head up. Keep your fucking head up. I know it's not easy. It's hard. It's hard as shit. But keep your fucking head up because... It's the only thing that we can fucking do. If you're afraid to face your fucking day because every fucking thing seems to be going fucking wrong, you're not alone. You're not alone at all. If you get looked at like you're just not ever doing it fucking enough because shit ain't changing in your fucking life or you're doing something wrong when you know in your heart that you're doing everything that you could possibly be doing within your fucking means... Keep your fucking head up. It's easy. I mean, as hard as it is. <clears throat> if you're trying to get that engine to kickstart or to start, or you try trying to get that engine to kick over so you can finally get moving in fucking life, but you seem to have nothing but motherfucking a dead-ass engine. If you have opportunities that pop up in your fucking life that turn out to be nothing when you're in need of fucking something, keep your head up. If you feel discouraged because of all the goddamn judgment on your life, in spite of what you know that you're doing, in spite of how hard you know you're trying to make a change, keep your head up. And I know it's not fucking easy, but just keep your head up and do the best you fucking can and hope that something, whether it's God or if it's man or if it's a fucking fairy godmother, can change it 
sooner than fucking later. Because that's what the fuck we need. Why does that we always have to wait until later for the good shit? But the fucked up shit, that shit comes like a motherfucking wave off of the ocean onto the shore. And you know them motherfuckers come off one right behind the goddamn mother. Why? Why? And yet we put the oh God is so good. <clears throat> that depends on who the fuck you asking. That depends on who the fuck you asking. Because there's some people like myself. <laughs> Somebody tell me God is good. I'm going to just look at their ass like, yeah, okay, whatever. You say so. And then they always try to make it seem like, well, if God ain't good, you must be doing something. That is not always the motherfucking case. That ain't the fucking case. Ain't nobody perfect. <clears throat> So, yeah, we make mistakes along the fucking way, but after you fucking pay for them fucking mistakes, shouldn't you be able to get another motherfucking chance? But I guess not, because God didn't do us that way, right? Adam and Eve made one fucking mistake. They made the mistake of not listening to them and listening to the goddamn snake, and here we are today, paying for it still. So, maybe some of it, maybe some of it is true, if you want to go with the Adam and Eve story, but I'll get into that on another motherfucking podcast, because I've gone too long on this one, as it is. But just keep your fucking head up. Seriously. It's hard. It's hard. And for some of us, it's extremely hard. Because we can't seem to get out of a motherfucking hole. We keep getting buried. Just keep your fucking head up and try to ignore the motherfucking people with the the gavels and the robes and the motherfucking judgment cards. Try to fucking stay away from them because I know it's hard because sometimes they're your fucking family. They're those closest to you. I get it. But just try your fucking best. Thank you for listening.